Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion. And I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And we are here with another companion live stream along. This episode, you will hear us discuss, commentate, is that a word? I think I think that's a word. Commentate on the Karate Kid Part 3. This one was huge. The last time I checked, it was like over 2,000 people had chimed in, even if it was for a second. Right. It was easily the uh, most fun yeah. of the rewatches that we've yeah, done, yeah, yeah. too. We had so much fun that day. We were also recording this after the fact, but of the four movies, and that's including the first one we did with Are You Karate Kidding Me? That was probably, or this is probably the most, uh, went the most smoothest technically, technical-wise. Yeah, we were only a couple of minutes late. It didn't lag. Frame rate was good. It was everything you could ask for in a live stream. Yeah. So uh, much fun was to be had. And this is the commentary. All right. So we're going to go ahead and push play here in a second. Everybody ready? I'll wait till everybody's ready to go. Um, it's going to be right there in the middle of your screen in that big black spot on the right there. Um, so you're not going to have to start your own. Crystal, I totally hear Catherine O'Hara's voice now that you mentioned that. Kevin! I don't do it near as well as she does, obviously. It's, 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 a, it's more of a sh- shout than... Yeah. I'm not going to do it. So. Well, yeah, I'm not screaming into the microphone. Right. All right, so we're going to go ahead. No one has said to push play yet. Push play yet. Okay, I'm pushing play, everybody. Here we go. And just like any good 80s movie, of course, we start off with the requisite montage, the here's what you missed even though you didn't miss it. It actually looks like I've managed to cut the lag out this time, too. What's showing in my monitor and what's showing on my screen are like a half a second apart. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so this week should go better than last week did. Fear does not exist in this dojo. My audio feed, my, my, like my face, it's, uh, it's still behind, but you're talking about the movie, right? Yeah. John, you say that uh, Conti at his best. Are, are you saying that Credit Kid 3 is uh, your favorite score? We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. Here on the street. And before we get really, really going, everybody tell me if you can still hear Peter because the movie is coming through his mic for some reason. Oh, I, I don't even hear the movie. Oh, you don't hear the movie at all? Well, I turned down my volume for the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, do you really need to hear it? 
I hear you jumped some of my students last night. Yeah. I, I turned it up just a smidge because I know we're talking uh, along, so. Yeah. Too much advantage. Your dojo. Name a place. So, with a lot of movies back in the day, obviously, you know, last, you know, the last episode of what have you. So, many people probably know that Sensei William Christopher Ford did change his name after Predicate Part 3. He, here, he's credited as Christopher Paul Ford. Yes, I saw that. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? Okay, everybody can hear you, so that's a good no sign. Mercy. Okay, what about you? I'm assuming well, they can hear you there. I guess they're answering you. Right, I'm the one that asked the question. I do like your uh, black background for your for your cartoon because it fades nicely to the bottom of my screen. Yes. Only because you're wearing black. Oh, speaking of what I'm wearing, this is yes, let's see. You see that? Oh, there he is. Hello, Sensei. Now, are you talking to my shirt, or did he actually join the group? No, I'm talking to your oh. shirt. <laughs> okay. I'm talking to your shirt because that makes so much sense. It does. Let him go. Beat it, Smoke, or you're next. So, Mr. Miyagi is now intervening, right? Is that what we're watching? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you and I. Say so frame rate's lagging just a little bit, but staying okay. right around 30, pretty solid. Okay. Um... Hey, Kira. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. Alethea, um, Robin enemy. Lively was in this. Yeah, she's enemy in this one. No I completely mercy. blanked on which one we were watching. I was like, no, wait, she's in the third. No, wait, dummy. You're watching right, because the third. For, for a split second, I thought that, you know, we're starting off with part two again. Because we're literally watching the opening of part two. Right. But this is the last time we see Kreese, so we need to see it. Yes. You could have killed him, couldn't you? Well, why didn't you then? We didn't need to see the honk again. Where's that fan edit? Take the honk out. The honk, but the honk is cheesy. So is this movie? Yeah. Okay, leave it in. It makes sense. Right. Okay, so focus on the, the, the stuff that I focus on. Um... Uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, dig deep. There's meaning in this movie. Uh, did that meaning exist before Cobra Kai? No, probably not. But our lords and overlords, TB3, the gods of Schlieldwitz, smiled yeah. on us and made this movie make sense. So, Chris just walks in and picks up a, a stack of bills, right, um, that had been uh, delivered to the dojo. It could have possibly just been one day of mail. Um, or, if he doesn't get quote-unquote junk mail, 
it might be like one bill every few weeks. So a couple ways to look at that. I'm guessing that... I think the idea they were going with was that it's been a while that he's not only paid the bills, but been in there to check the mail. Right. Love the raw hatred of a 16-year-old there. This man is so mature. Yep, and uh, the Cobras, they love their paper clippings. Yeah, and I've been one of those horrible, terrible fans that has called them out every time they've used the wrong one. <laughs> and they're just like, um, we don't have those anymore. All right, uh, here we get our introduction of one Mr. Terry Silver. Yep, the cartoon villain himself. And John, I had I had read that too, and I've heard that several times, and I honestly think that without Terry, this movie may have been completely insalvageable, but the psychological ramifications for Daniel actually would have been worse. Uh, not only that, for anyone who has missed it, uh, Martin Cove, we interviewed him pretty early on, and he shares that story. Yeah. So, John obviously. just brought up a good point. All of the interactions between Kreese and Terry are the only scenes in the entire trilogy that we see through anyone's point of view other than Mr. Miyagi's or Daniel's. Yeah. One of them is present in every other scene until this movie because we wouldn't know what Terry was doing if we didn't see what they were plotting. Right. Very interesting. Hadn't thought about that. Months since I've had a student walk through my doors. Hey, you're not listening to me. Don't feel sorry for this asshole. I don't feel sorry for this asshole. Am I supposed to? I'm broke. Which asshole are we talking about? Either of them. Um, <laughs> although at the moment it's Crease with his sob story. Right. All right, all right. I've heard enough. I made up my mind. This slope. Which I do believe, especially looking back on it through the lens of Cobra Kai, he was doing that intentionally to get Terry to do what he wanted. You know, uh, and I actually like regular clothes crease versus gi crease. Maybe because yeah. we don't see him enough in regular clothes. Yeah, we really don't. And kind of makes him feel like a like a, like a different character, I guess. Well, it's like the QuickBooks commercials. He changes out of his business gi to his casual. Yeah. <laughs> but he does wear. God, he wears jeans more than Daniel does in Cobra Kai. Have a good trip, Captain. Okay, so we will give him props for saving Terry's life, although, depending on your perspective, that may or may not have been a good thing. So, how how many people are uh, is bothered by... How Crease uh, completely misses Miyagi and Daniel walking by. Too convenient. Way too convenient. But then you'd have to cut the the water. 
Right, but this is LAX. You know, you can say the odds of them running into each other at LAX are ridiculously small, but the odds of them coming in and out the same gate at the same time is ridiculously small. The whole thing is contrived as hell. And this is the scene that made me surprised that South Seas showed up in the show because I honestly thought they were tearing it down. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was Hayden or John, but I feel like it was on Twitter where they say, well, what what does, um, you know, uh, Mrs. Milos or Milos actually says? What was the she line? says it's progress. <laughs> See, and that doesn't specifically say, right, what she's doing. No, just that he's going to be out of a job. And, you know, she's older. She probably said one thing, but it really meant something else. Right. Words that they, for some reason, Daniel cussed all through the first movie, and then everyone stopped cussing. And then also, you know, to kind of what John said about perspective, right? Well, we're seeing that scene from Miyagi's perspective, probably, and that's the way he interpreted what she said. Right. One way or the other, he's out of a job, so it doesn't really matter. Uncle Louie. <laughs> Poor guy. Un Uncle Louie, who is 70 years old, and therefore really cannot be Cousin Louie's father. Because if he's 70 and Louie's like 10, I mean, come on. It happens. I think Uncle Louie's a player. Yeah. John had brought up uh, Thomas Ian Griffith being younger than Ralph. By a few it months. It, it depends on which source you look at. Um, half the places on the internet say he's um, like six months younger, and then the other half say he's like eight months older. It's weird. Huh. Okay. Or I guess it would be six and... It's eight and four. Because that's twelve. The little maple's still in there. I'll get it. Kira, I love how Lucille neglected to mention everything. Daniel just told Mr. Miyagi that he talked to her and he told her what flight they were going to be on. At that time, she did not tell him, our home is being torn down. Oh, and by the way, I'm moving back to New Jersey without you. Yes. Which makes no sense. We missed out on another phone call. Yeah, that, that really should have happened. Um... <clears throat> And when we were talking about uh, Shannon leaving Robbie, I was like, that was the, the parallel there where it was really no warning. You know, Robbie just all of a sudden didn't have a mother. Well, Daniel came back from Okinawa and didn't have a mother. This is true. The difference is we don't hate Lucille and we're not always entirely fond of Shannon. Yeah, you know, it does apples and oranges for sure. Uh, one is a alcoholic. And their son is not her priority, and one's the complete opposite. The other is a helicopter mom to the extreme. Do you think so? Extreme? Up until the point where she abandons him and moves all the way back across the country without him, yes. Well, he's in good hands. We all know that. Yes. I would be completely fine with that myself. Um, I'm really kind of curious where she left the custody papers. I mean, you can't 80s. just give someone your child over the phone. You can't now, but I'm sure back then it was a little bit easier. 
I mean, when people were driving around with a piece of paper as their driver license back then, I'm sure you can be like, hey, Mr. Miyagi? Okay, cool. He's your new, uh, what's the word? Uh, guardian. Here's your new daddy. Yeah. Hey, Joey, JD, Paul, welcome to the show. Um, it, it could have been easier, too, I guess, because Daniel already had graduated. Um, That's a good uh, shot of Ralph, or I'm sorry, Daniel right there. All shots of Daniel <laughs> shots of Daniel. Yeah, especially ones to the face. Yes. For some people. Wait, are you ta you're talking about punching him. That's not nice. Well, what were you talking about? Not Maybe punching him. <laughs> I was wow. talking about film shots and framing because okay. we're watching a movie. Of course you were. All right, you guys must excuse me. I need to go blow my nose real quick. Okay. Oh, now you're all stuck with just me. Smells like money. Good money, huh? I know that, Miss Miyagi, but I have a great So idea. we can discuss the smart ass, slightly sarcastic sixteen year old. Discussion closed. What about your dream? And Mr. Miyagi, no offense, but you know, if you miss the train this time, there may not be another one for a long, long time. Which is a very polite way of saying, Mr. Miyagi, you're old. This is the scene that probably bothers me most, Paul, out of all of them. The one we're at now where he's walking up to the real estate office. Um, because, yes, we can talk about Peter now, Amy. Um, but something I will, I will constantly come back to as we go forward is remember in Daniel's behavior that he's a 16-year-old kid. Well, he's a 16-year-old kid who just rented, took out a commercial um, lease in someone else's name. And I'm not entirely sure that that's legal or was legal in 1985. Um, and it just kind of got skipped over. It's a massive plot hole. He should not have been able to do that. And you know what he's going to learn from me? Pain in every part of his body and fear in every part of his mind. And here's the kicker. He's going to thank you for it. What about the old man? Him I heard through the kid. Oh, you returned just in time to hear Terry Silver actually go bwa-ha-ha-ha. -ha -ha. I'm back. Yes. Did I miss anything? Uh, you missed me kind of ranting about a 16-year-old renting commercial property in someone else's name. He uh, said that his name was Ralph Macchio and he's 28. Or 27. I said 28 because of the meme I made a while back. Yes, and then you said 27 because I've because I knew you were going to correct me. Yes. Natalie's uh, one of her favorite... This is one of her favorite scenes with um, Terry Silver in the sauna. Uh, yeah, I think Or Steam Room, I'm sorry, Steam Room. Probably has more to do with TIG and a towel, um, which is a viewpoint that I'm not going to dispute in the slightest. Anybody else wonder if that towel is going to drop? No. <laughs> it's still a kid's movie. Um, I do question the fashion choice of a little girl's pink bow in his ponytail with a tuxedo. This is a good look. It's the 80s. They're still wearing those colors. 
it, the thing that you have to do, though, you have to forget there's this this movie is so idiosyncratic. They did a really good job with the Karate Kid Part Two, filming it in 1985, making it look, you know, like it was still 1984. There wasn't that big of a difference. This one was filmed in 1989. Well, it came out in 89. Uh, yeah, it was filmed in 88. Well, yeah, filmed in 88 and 89 and then came out in 89. Um, it feels 90s. Pay no attention whatsoever to the costuming because those are not clothes from 1985. Especially Jessica's. That's, that was probably one of the... I think I made the comment too when we reviewed The Next Karate Kid is that because it came out in 94, you can tell it's a different decade and everything. It was just way too different. The feel, the tone, everything. Right. So at that point, Daniel would have potentially been 25 um, but still a, a, a little mention of him having gotten on with his life would have been a good idea yep, Amy makes of, a good point yeah what oh she says Terry Silver is 100% a straight to VHS B movie villain very 90s oh yes absolutely 100% Billy had to deal with his fair share of them, too, in those cheesy-ass 90s martial arts movies he did. Most of them went through it. Yep, straight to, straight to VHS. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, like, you think of straight to VHS, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, you roll their eyes. But if you say, oh, it's a Netflix movie, it's like, oh, that, those are usually good. Right, straight to home release. Right, yeah, to yeah, it's the exact opposite of what it was 30 years ago. If it went straight to a non-theater release, it was guaranteed to be awful. Oh yeah, um, stars they would love to be uh, part of a show now, whereas before, like, oh, you became a TV actor. Yeah, Ralph had a couple that went straight to uh, virtually straight to um, VHS too. But you can't be in big blockbusters your whole life, right? You gotta put out a few bombs here and there. You have to. You know, you're taking risks. Yes. You know, very few actors take the right roles. Yeah, and he, Ralph especially, went all through the 80s picking nothing but good roles. Did I say that right? Yeah, no, you did. Okay. Sometimes you have to eat as opposed to... You know, we, we can't all be Keanu Reeves and hold out for the, the perfect role with the... Mer- Meryl Streep. <laughs> yes. So, is this the opportunity of a lifetime or what? Amy watched the shit out of every bad movie that had an 80s star on the cover in the video store in the 90s. That would include this one. Because this came to VHS early 1990. What do you see inside, man? This is going to be great. This is going to be... One thing I will agree, uh, someone posted in the group a a few weeks ago, the Siskel and Ebert review, which irritated me because they got names wrong and they called Jessica his girlfriend and things like that. Right. One thing I will agree with was, um, I think it was Roger Ebert that said that, um, Daniel is so ridiculously over the top cheerful. He bounces in every and what he's bouncing up and down. 
as he's doing talks. it right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, that reminds me of like uh, George Clooney's Batman. Like his head just bounces all the time while he's talking in the uh, you know in the uniform. Yes. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, you, you remember that this is a 16-year-old kid, and he has a big mouth anyway, never shuts up, child never shuts up, but this this whole thing is just like, what are you even doing? What are you on? This is like a very special episode of The Karate Kid, you know? Daniel's so excited. Keep suspending that disbelief over the whole real estate thing that you can put a 16-year-old's name on a lease, too. I always do feel very, very bad that every time he tries to hug him, Mr. Miyagi just shoves him away. It's like, really? Yeah, you know, um... I totally get it. It's a respect thing, but, I mean, Mr. Miyagi had shown in the second one that he was a little more open to Daniel's more modern conventions and greetings because he high-fived him. Yeah, um, and that's a little, you know, informal, right, the high-five. Uh, I, I, I feel just because Miyagi's, like, old school, you know, from Okinawa, um, may, just may not want to be touched. You know, we have a thing in my culture where if a uh, if an adult, if a grown up is sitting on the ground and a you know child or someone younger walks by, they have to lower their head so that way their head isn't above the the elderly. Um, I think if anybody saw like the original, maybe not the original Anna and the King, but the one with Yul Brenner, uh, I, I think there's a moment in that movie where he's telling Anna to not have her head higher than his. So there's there's things like that. Culturally, I, I feel it just might be a thing where Mr. Miyagi feels like, well, you know, Daniel may be a son to him, but he's not. So it's like, you know, not keep your distance, but he's he has not yet accepted Daniel that close. I'm not sure. Right. And if they had held on to that character development for NKK, I wouldn't hate right. it as much as I do. Yeah. Um, this is the creepiest movie or creepiest scene in the entire movie. This is just disturbing. Uh, I don't know if I can afford more than 35. For anyone that doesn't know, we also um, interviewed Sean Kanan, the Karate Kid's bad boy, or the, the bad boy of karate. Um, it's available on the feed. Check that out. Yes. Oh, and also if you follow, uh, subscribe. Also, there was Sensei. Look at him. He's so cute. It's Baby Sensei. Yeah. He's Baby adorable. Sensei. Um, how was I saying? Sean Kanan. Ah, yes, the, the YouTube channel. You, if you subscribe, I did, I don't know, like a 12-minute catching up with Sean Kanan as well. So that's there. That yes. was fun. He's awesome, Sean Kanan. He really is. He's really good. I um, Sadly, I still not have seen Studio City, and it seems to be getting all the noms. Which one, who was it that made the joke about all of the villains being soap opera baddies? Was that I don't know, of, but that is true. I think that may have been Hayden. It sounds like something Hayden would say. Um, but was AJ was AJ a baddie in the soap opera world? There, 
Um, at times. Okay. For the most part, he was just pretty sweet. But... <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't think the word "sweet" was coming with that. <laughs> well, for the most part, he's just pretty. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> I hate this jacket. Every time I see uh, Pat Morita in this, I always think uh, Fumio Demura. Uh, the, the picture of them two together yes. wearing the, the same, yeah, same outfit. Yes. Iconic picture. I'm going to assume it was taken during this filming this scene where they're up on the mountain. I think so. I um, you would know better than me, but does he wear that hat again? Beanie um, there. Um, yeah, but this is the only time he would wear the hat and need a stuntman. Yeah. Okay. Um, because he's yeah, they're they're standing up on the side of a mountain, which was quite an impressive climb for a 60-year-old man and a 16-year-old kid. What did it do? But God, I hate that jacket. It, that is a camouflage jacket that they turned inside out. Um, and it just looks ridiculous. Daniels? Yes. Is that really? I can't tell. I mean, there's pockets on the outside, unless it's a reversible jacket. Um, it was not intended to be reversible. That is the lining. And I can't remember if I if it was an interview I read with him or one that I watched with him. But he was talking about that jacket, and it was honestly a, a camouflage jacket that they turned inside out. I guess. Do we see the water in the bathtub in that scene? No, we just see bubbles. Okay, because I, <laughs> I okay, so I never really thought about this until now. But I, I guess I just assumed that it was a bubble bath. Right, yes. so you're not, you don't see him. Yeah, he's naked in the bath, but it's like he's not revealing anything. So, are you going to interview a 17-year-old kid in the bathtub? Hey, we're talking about a lot of money here. Well, I mean, for Mike Barnes, he's not because uh, well, uh, Kira says you know he's not even flinching. All like his soon-to-be boss is right there naked. Like, well, we're talking this, about a lot of money. So. Here's this, you know big international businessman who's not flinching at a 17-year-old signing a legally binding contract either. Yeah, he, he doesn't care. He's, you know, dumping waste all over the place, you know. the. He, I, I think him being nude in front of a 17-year-old is the least of his worries. To I mean, we, I, I, we all, we're all curious to see what Johnny's rap sheet is like. Well, I'm sure Terry Silver's would be even more interesting. Oh, yeah. Because he said that he's lucky to make one deal a year without getting indicted. So how yeah. many times has he been indicted? I still want to know how the hell those two got up there. I mean, I know how the actors got up there. They were obviously dropped by the helicopter that then flew off and shot them. But how did they get up there? There's a there's a trail. Miyagi uh, built a trail himself. That he could walk in work shoes. <laughs> yeah. And Daniel in tennis shoes. I'm not even going to say what Amy said. Everybody can read it themselves. Oh, you can read it if you want to. Listen, I hope My mouth is full. But, uh, okay. <laughs> We're just going to pretend Amy <laughs> didn't say that. But you can go read it if you want. You know, the one that came today from the Old Valley Tournament? Mm. There's a new rule this year. Dumbest rule ever. Would you like to read about it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's not fair rule. to the other contestants. It says, under the new rules, 
the defending champion only needs to fight in the well the assumption match. is that, that terry when he gave them all that money and put the condition of the new rules on it because he came up with this right. big and plan to humiliate daniel right i mean it could also be like well what if he gets disqualified or you know loses before that final round right yeah his money was all on mike Daniel's such a brat. Daniel, sir, if karate use, defend honor, defend life. Like, even brattier than he was before. So, people who make that argument, I can kind of agree with, because this whole argument is just ridiculous. Because he knows this stuff. I wish I did. I do gotta say, the mannerisms of um, part three, Daniel, is closer to part one than two. Yeah, it's like everything he learned in Okinawa never happened. A little bit more um, respect to the other country there comes back and <laughs> like yeah, back to reality. Right. Have a minute. Just in case you change the line, here's the application. Okay. Natalie saying she never fought in a tournament where the rule there was a rule like that. I've never wrestling tournaments and things like that. I've been to thousands of those and that rule is not a rule it just does not exist it's it's convenience for this you know for story right right which is really kind of a dumb plot if you think of it because they're planning to relaunch cobra kai dojo off of mike winning but daniel would have been the one in the black gi so they would have been made to look like their fighter was an idiot I've never noticed this. Pat Morita's left-handed, or at least Miyagi is. I never noticed that either, but he's absolutely drawing with his left hand, isn't he? Yeah. Thanks. So what can I do for you? Well, I actually, I came, I was looking to buy some pots. I loved Robin Lively, and I still do. She's an incredibly talented actress. Um... But she was one of the original characters that was planned to be on NCIS. She was only on one episode. Her name was Vivian Blackadder. Okay. And she was on the JAG crossover, and she almost got Tony and Gibbs killed. And I just have a real hard time dealing with her anymore. I'm really weird about things like that. Um, I didn't watch NCIS for years and years and years because I hated Mark Harmon for playing Sam on Moonlighting. So there's two things I know about Jag. I knew Mark Harmon is the is the lead on NCIS, and, not Jag. Okay, my apologies, but it was created by Donald P. Belisario. Yes. And who is that? It is also one of the uh, the creator of Quantum Leap. Yes, and his, and his stepson. Daughter, oh. Uh, his daughter Troyan was a um, one of the actresses in Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I think so. His stepson Sean Murray is on NCIS, okay. and also played Timothy. I think it was in Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. The the, the cat. He played the kid that became the cat. Got it. Um, Pretty Little Liars. I think that's right. But uh, Troyan, her name was used as uh, as a character in one of the episodes of Quantum Leap, too. That was one of those fun facts. Um, a lot of things, the, the, the 
aborted love story, I guess you would say, between Daniel and Jessica. Um, a lot of people say that that's because Ralph didn't want to kiss anyone after he got married. To Phyllis, yeah. He and Phyllis had been dating the entire time he was an actor. He had kissed multiple people. He had a love scene with Jamie Gertz, and he had a love scene with Laura Dern. Um, I think it probably had more to do with the fact that he was 27 and she was 16, and he didn't want to kiss her. I I think that's a... Sounds about right. Yeah, that would be in, incredibly awkward. I forget who it was. I found once the story about the actress that was originally cast to play Jessica, and she was 20. And I think if they had stayed with her, that he probably would have gone ahead and done the love story. Yeah. Which I'm kind of glad they didn't because, you know, we've got the, we've got the formula, right? With the the girl that Daniel fights to because he's in love with her and all this stuff. This this child has the most complicated love life of any sixteen year old on the planet. Oh yeah, he's striking out each time, and only Kumiko is the 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 one that had a like legit reason. Yes. At least as far as we know, because Allie was cheating on him. Or told him she had been, anyway. Reinforcing the creep factor of Terry Silver here. Grown man, special forces vet, stalking a 16-year-old. This is just not cool. Terry open the door if he was all the way over there by Daniel's room? Because he's Terry fucking Silver. That's what somebody would say. I wouldn't say that. But and that's then an he answer. doesn't go in the door he opened? Look, I don't know. I I, I don't understand the, uh, the logic behind anything this man does. I mean, some things, but in terms of motivation, I don't know. This he's guy's snidely a little... whiplash. <laughs> I'm evil, Bwahaha. Um, I am speaking with a, a young lady who shared a, a video. I, I was trying to get clarification if it was, you know, somebody she knew or was it like a public video that I can share? But it, it looks like it's private. Um, her niece, because the caption said the karate kid, and it's her niece in a stance, and there's a roll of toilet paper hanging from this from the ceiling, and her uh, her niece kicks it. It is pretty impressive, actually. I was hoping that I could share that. But um, it's private. Oh, JV backed you up. He's Terry freaking Silver. Um, uh, see? And Alethea, I've actually never not seen him as creepy from the very first time I saw this movie. He just sets off every creep vibe in my body. You know, and the the one earring is, is so so 90s. Totally you know, so 90s. Terry Silver was way ahead. Well, yeah, in timeline, he's, you know, five or six years ahead. In reality, it's only this like 18 true. months. This is true. That's true, Philippe. That was the, the part that I, that's what I was talking about with, um, 
him having been special forces in Vietnam. He's using his special forces training to stalk a child. It's really not cool. And then he left the door open. See the door he opened that he didn't go through? He left open. The um, You mentioned it not being cool, him using his skills. Some guys, they when they get out, they never really get out, especially mentally. So That's... it's just, it's in his nature, is, is what I would say. That's true, I guess. Believe you me, sometimes I'm still acting like I'm in the army, and I'm not going to get into, like, what I do. But... Um, Natalie, part of me thinks, wants to think that Terry is genuinely impressed that Mr. Miyagi was in the 442nd, but the way he turns that around at the end and the things that he says to him and the things that he calls him makes me think, no, he's not. Yeah, well, he's just a racist. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that's just all you you have to respect the guys that were in the 442nd, and, and or otherwise you just don't know the story or you're a racist. Right. I have no idea why Daniel's walking like that. He's not hurt yet. <laughs> I love this part. I love this part. I, I want that fan edit where he comes down. He's like, ow, 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 my feet. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, the rubber on his shoes is melted. You know, I want that. <laughs> oh, here comes your favorite line, Peter. See, I have something. After you hear this, you just might change your mind. What do you have, poison? <laughs> he was in the headless picture. Never broke up two months ago. You mean Elizabeth and Rooney? Yeah, I, yeah, we every time I see her, I, I think Teen Witch. That's... It's crazy because this is the same year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Teen it Witch. was. Oh, yeah. Uh, some other fun facts for... I, I feel most people that are tuning in know this stuff, but, you know, why not throw it in for uh, the other listeners you know, for when we put this on the pod? Um Sean Caden, it, it, you know, obviously it hasn't come up yet, but there is a stunt where he severely uh, injured himself. Um, I, I believe he shares that it was actually pretty life-threatening, too. And Sensei William Christopher Ford mentioned that they went as far as to bring Brandon Lee on set, and he was going to be the replacement. Oh, wow. I, I knew he was really hurt. I can't remember the exact... He tore something. Um tore his intestines or something? There was definitely some hemorrhaging. There was some bleeding. Yeah. So I think that would be interesting because uh, 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 Sensei Ford, I, I've interviewed him twice. We, uh, I did an interview with him and we sandwiched that in between um, Tom and I's review of uh, Credit Kid 2, or I'm sorry, 3 and the next Credit Kid. So he sandwiched in there where he shares that story of Brandon Lee. And then uh, Sean Kanan's interview came much later. And then there was another interview with uh, Sensei Ford. But I think that would be a good companion piece to listen to back to back because of that story and hearing their side of how things went down. Yeah, I, I, I had, I hadn't ever heard the Brandon Lee thing either till since they talked about it. Yeah. That sweater she's wearing, by the way, totally a 90s thing. The socks over the tight rolled jeans, totally a 90s thing. Yeah. You did karate? Yeah, I do. He doesn't really look like the karate teacher type, you know? He doesn't act like it too much either. What up, Cass? He teaches me stuff, I don't even know what I'm being taught. 
What do you mean? Sure thing, JV. Uh, we're happy to do it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, thank you guys for the for the podcast. So, um, I'm not familiar with, with JV, so I'm not sure if he actually listens to the podcast or he's just tuning in because of the the live stream. Oh, yeah, I I don't recognize the name. Are you a member of our group, JV? Um, I will agree with Kira. Robin Lively has beautiful hair. Oh my God! I'm so glad watching his audition that Jonathan did not get Mike because Mike would have been just as creepy as Terry, possibly worse. It was pretty intense, and I think Sase Ford talked about. I don't know if he was referring to the video or actually having been there to witness it live, but um, yeah, Junior is he Junior? Um, I don't know if he goes by Junior. I think he's he's Jonathan, and his dad is John. Okay. So Snake, um, yeah, his audition as Mike Barnes very intense and very different. Disturbing. It would go well with Terry Silver, maybe. I guess we could stop hinting around about it and just say straight up that Jonathan Avilton's Mike Barnes was hitting on Daniel really freaking hard in a disturbing manner. I think he was fetishizing uh, hurting Daniel really badly. I don't know if he was hitting on him. Which is creepy in a psychosexual way anyway, and these are freaking kids. Well, you know, you you get the wrong kid and start them young in karate. I'm sure there'll be all kinds of messed up. I don't know if karate could cause that. Oh, look, it's the thumbnail for The Karate Kid, which is not from The Karate Kid. But he is The Karate Kid. I know, but they use scenes, they use shots from this scene for Karate Kid everywhere. And it's like, it's a wrong movie, people. Hey, we've been in the backyard. We have. Terry Silver. My master is Kim Sung Young of South Korea. My teacher sends his respect. John Kreese of the Cobra Kai Dojo is our school's number one student. That jacket, also 90s. Rolled up sleeves, 90s. My teacher sends his apologies for John Kreese's dishonorable actions. Accept apology. I was sent here to help John regain balance. I mean, if this was 80s, he would have a mullet, no? Late. late 80s, yeah, most, pro- most probably. JV thinks that Mike could have beaten Daniel Chosen and Johnny because he was the most skilled. I have to disagree with that. Um, I think he was the most aggressive. I don't think he was the most skilled. I think Johnny can think circles around him. And obviously Daniel can. I, I I can see where somebody would think that though you know um when we see them fight if you want to call it that in the um you know the the, the bonsai shop the, you know Mike takes those hits like a champ it's like stop hitting me and you know things like that the other ones you don't see them do that maybe that's why people think that Mike Barnes you know can go toe to toe with the other guys and and he can you know. Well, and he's unabashedly evil, too, which is, I think, a lot of the reason why people like Mike, 
he's not a flawed normal person he's just a dick yeah um it takes a hell of a lot of guts to to set something like this in motion and then to start laughing about what you just did before you even leave the yard douchebag yeah I love the fountain, though. I wish Daniel still had that, the the sprinkler. Hold on, where is it placed? Is it where the where the uh, pond is now? No, no, it's okay. way closer to the house. It's just some plants that aren't there anymore. But then again, Daniel's bedroom isn't there anymore either, which disturbed right. me. Oh my gosh, the first time they showed the. Um, the, the backyard. Yeah, the first time they showed that video with the kids touring Miyagi-Do. Oh, right. Um, I cried because Daniel's bedroom was gone. It, it, you know, it doesn't need to be there. It makes sense. I also want to know who built it. Because when they left who built for... What? Who, who built Daniel's bedroom? When they left... The mailman. When they... <laughs> when he they said he was going to bring left. his wife to check out the backyard. Oh, so he just finished the house while he was at it. You, uh, look... You've seen the first Karate Kid movie, yes? Yes. Mr. Miyagi leaves all types of instructions. He writes them, apparently with his left hand. So he left the mailman instructions to finish the the, the bedroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> because when they left for Okinawa, it was literally just two by four frames. And when they got back, the first thing Mr. Miyagi says to Lucille is, yeah, Daniel-san's room's all done. Does it make sense, though? No, it makes no, no sense. No, what I said. Oh. That doesn't make sense? Well, yeah. Is it plausible? Um, Likely, no, but is no. it possible? <laughs> Humanly possible, yes. You want to answer or not? <laughs> right. Who is worse, Terry or Mike? I think Terry, because he's an adult. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. And he's manipulating and using all of these kids. I mean, yeah, Mike's a dick. But he's probably brainwashed just as hard as Daniel is. Uh, okay, so this, yeah, this this is the moment. Oh, here comes Dennis's character development. Uh, and again, for those that don't know, originally Dennis did not have a line. Um, Ralph felt that Dennis needed to provoke him for the shove, and so they wrote him the line, and. Uh, and since they forward, thanks him for that. Yes. And Shoji screams, don't fight back. <laughs> and again, here's a shirt for those that missed it. Hey! Here we go. Come on, punk, come on! Let's see what you're doing. Dennis! Daniel LaRusso is just a life ruiner. Come on, get up! Dennis is just as screwed up mentally as Johnny. Stubborn. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and throws him through a window. And Sean Cannon really felt bad about that kick to the stomach uh, to Jessica. Ouch! <laughs> the geography of this warehouse is so confusing. Mr. Miyagi comes in through the back door and then it makes it look like he kicks the kids out the same door, but it's the front door which wasn't open, but now is. I don't even know. I love uh, Mr. Miyagi's entrances. Mike is such a racist dick. 
And if only that train had been 10 seconds faster. <laughs> Don't say that, because that would have been super dangerous. It, yeah, it would have been. Obviously, but... Um, would have been the end of the movie, too. Yeah. I love this scene. I love this scene. I will say Daniel is an unabashed, spoiled brat right here. However, he's so mad, and it's so funny. Does Miyagi fight Dennis? I don't believe so. I don't. I don't ever remember that. Um, I think there's a I, that fight is so chopped up that you can't really tell who he's hitting where or when. I think he probably got a swing in on all three of them. Yeah, because John's saying that he he didn't. He, he feels there was a, a snippet missing. Yeah, yeah. I think there and and there was a perspective change too because. Um, the last time we see Dennis and Snake, they're both still in the building, and then when Mr. Miyagi kicks Mike out the door, they're both in the car already. Also, so, shout out to all you guys in the group that you know do martial arts. That's that's fucking badass. You know, I um, I obviously knew there's plenty of people, but like, just I'm surprised the ones that I didn't know had done martial arts. You know, they're all talking about it in the uh, group chat. Yeah, I knew Crystal. I did not know Natalie had. Yeah, I'm learning that too. Crystal, I didn't know either, but it makes sense because about her weapon talk last week and knowing, you know, all the things about size, size, the size. When I met Crystal, she was in her her real gi pants because the oh. costume pants were not comfortable. Sometimes I don't get the shop's wrecked. We've just been robbed, and you're going fishing, huh? We're flat broke, and you're going fishing. You're just gonna fluff it off, huh? Does this even bother you? He's such a brat. Just shut yeah. up and go fishing, Daniel. You know what? I, I've i never said this ever before, but I'm not a fan of that uh, shade of green. The house? Yeah. Um, I, I think one of my earliest memories slash opinion of that green... I thought Daniel was using the wrong color for oh. painting. Oh, goodness. I, I just thought, like, oh, that's an interesting shade. Okay. I think so. this, the, the um, ensuing fallout from what just happened is why Daniel doesn't go to the cops for anything anymore. Either that or why he goes to them over really stupid things like people painting dicks on billboards. <laughs> And it, it, it just it makes no sense for the big stuff. He doesn't go to the cops for the little tiny stuff. He's all up in their face. I give you money. I, I got nothing for you. Right. You know, just, but it, maybe maybe in Cobra Kai, he, he's just using his status. Right. Like, ha, huh, a two time champ. Right. Throwing his well, throwing his money around. Sure. The other two time champ. Where he does is he? do that. And it bothers me. When, when Daniel starts throwing his money around, it really bothers me. None of us is perfect. Even the characters we love. A fly has bitten Daniel and made him crazy, thoughtless, and difficult to contain. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> what kind I'm... of fly does that? One that you can't catch? Uh, oh, maybe. Radioactive fly? Maybe it's that fly's, you know, grandson or whatever. You killed my grandpa! Except he didn't, he let it go. 
halfway down the steepest cliff where it would uh, yeah, so scary. The okay, good luck. We're never gonna find the cauldron. Wait, wait, that's it. Would not have scared me in the slightest when I was a teenager. As I've gotten older, I'm ridiculously afraid of all the stuff that I did as a kid that should have killed me. That when I was a kid, I just thought was, you know, crazy fun, like truck surfing and things like that. I gotta say, they fooled me. I thought this was on... I mean, most of it is on location, except for when they're actually climbing. I never thought that was a soundstage. How could you look at this scene coming up and not know this is a soundstage? I don't know. This part here, most likely real. But okay, see, that actually... looks fake to me. No. The shot of the bonsai tree? Oh, the shot of the bonsai tree. Yeah, that was fake. No, I just mean this this setup here. Although the the canyon is most likely not that deep under him because no insurance company in the world would have let him do this. Maybe not now. 89, 88 would have been a little bit different, maybe. When he'd starred in four of the five highest grossing movies of the decade? Look, I don't know this stuff. <laughs> no insurance re- company is letting you do this. No, there's a reason I do a podcast and not make movies. This is fake, and it's awful. It's horrible. This is the worst green screen. This is just... Oh, my God. The green screen here is awful. It looks real. It looks real. I am convinced. It maybe looked partially sort of real in 1989. I'll give it that much. See, and I I guess, like, I... I never really looked in the background. I'm, I'm focusing on Daniel possibly falling and dying this early on in part three. Well, when you've watched it as many times as I have, you pay attention to different things. Why was he digging up a perfectly fine tree? I don't know, hence the plot of the whole movie. Fake, 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 fake. So the Cobra guys, they think that uh, Jessica is in cahoots with Cherry Silver. Like, this is all a ruse. Um, <laughs> is possible? No. Possible? Because she's the one that talks him into going back to Mr. Miyagi at the end. Well, you know, at some point she realized what she was doing was wrong, clearly. I have more realistic backgrounds on my Zoom meetings, Mike says. Yeah, this is this is like the old black and white movies with the shot out the back window of the car. This is also uh, uh, 66 Batman? Yep. Yep, where they're walking up the side of the building. Yep. So, uh, so you really planned it this year, huh? Well, this tree? Yeah. You brought this all the way back from Okinawa. And here's the yeah, experienced rock climber doing something really freaking stupid. And those roots should have been way more bound to that rock than this. But, you know, suspend your disbelief. See, Masoon disagrees with me. It looks good. We thought this was real. <laughs> okay, but the... Uh, yeah, but what about the tree? Fo- foliage? What, what's the, the word for like... Foliage. Fo- okay, yeah. That that looks fake. I must, you know, I'll admit that. But for the longest time, I thought that this was all real. I'm with Alethea. I feel bad for the tree. It was just chilling there on its cliff. And 
Now it's got to deal with this nonsense. Oh my god. Small tree, Batman. Oh my god. Can you get secondhand embarrassment from an acting performance in a movie 30 years ago? All the time. Oh my god. Absolutely. Everyone, please remember that Ralph is my favorite actor ever. But this scene just makes me cringe so bad. Do you need to step away too? Uh, no. I just need him to get off whatever he's on and start acting like Daniel again. That's all. You know, perhaps, like, okay, so we know Jessica has a boyfriend or ish, right? It's complicated, I'm sure. Yes. Um, what if she was interested in Daniel, but seeing how he acts, she's like, nope, hard pass. <laughs> you know, well, like she could have moved on with him. <laughs> if he wasn't such a freaking hyperactive brat. Yeah, if he did act his age. <laughs> you know, maybe he, uh, maybe she would prefer somebody a little bit more mature for 16, but he's on the like other side of that. So that angle of uh, Sensei Ford, or I'm sorry, Dennis, what he's wearing there, it kind of reminds me of Darkwing, a or Dark, uh, wait, Nightwing, a little oh, bit. I'm like Darkwing Duck, really? <laughs> I know. I was like, that's not right. Uh, but Nightwing, right? The the downward blue arrow kind of looks like his outfit a little. The the red obviously ruins it. Oh, okay, yeah. And I forgot that I'm on video and I'm totally like wiping my nose and stuff. So I'll be right back. Okay. John, I have actually, since we first saw Mr. Miyagi's grave, thought that Daniel went back and got this tree and planted it next to him uh, so that they would be together. Patrick, I hate Mike for doing everything. He's just a jerk. Also, this is your every 15 minutes reminder that Daniel needs to learn when to keep his mouth shut. I have not seen Darkwing Duck in years and years and years. I watched it all the time when it was on the first time. I should probably watch it again. I gotcha, I gotcha. You're one heavy whip, Daniel. Come on, don't stop. Keep pulling. What are you doing? Come on, stop. Keep pulling, stop. Leave him there and get the application. The application when I get up there. And once again, Daniel needs to learn when to keep his mouth shut. Hey, you okay? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here, just hold it. Again. Here, take it. Check it out. <clears throat> that tree has had a really, really hard life for a tree. Hey. All right, I am back. There is somebody that I am not seeing in the group, and I'm going to shoot him a text. Hello, Alfred. Hey, come on. Hey, come on. What, Tarzan? What's up? What do you give me? We were just discussing Darkwing Duck and how badly Daniel needs to learn when to keep his mouth shut. Daniel, 
Please, please be careful. Hey, what are you going to do with it? Worst thing in the world you can do in an 80s movie is tell the baddies that something is important to you. All right, enough. Lithia says that tree is the star of the scene. The yeah. tree is the star of the scene. Make a wish. Super rapey, these guys. Oh my god. And notice how Dennis is distancing himself from all of this. Right? Yeah, just those two up front throwing rape threats around like they're going out of style. Yep. So, do we think he made a wish, or? Um. Did he leave the tree alone? I don't know. Daniel's kind of dumb throughout this whole movie. So whatever he wished for was probably. Miyagi's mad. He dropped that mop. Right. He did. He dropped his mop. It's like, is that what I think it is? But here's this you kid, ripped right? Out my tree. Here's this kid. He has custody of this kid. He comes back. He's soaking wet. He's muddy. He's obviously upset. He's still beat all to hell from the night before. And it doesn't occur to Mr. Miyagi once to ask Daniel if he's okay. He knows he's fine. He He's walking, right? On both legs. <laughs> my son's wrestling coach used to say, if you're bitching, you're breathing. See? There you go. Sometimes there's a little bit more going on than, you know, breathing. Joey says Dennis's goals. I, I agree. Dennis's goals. Dennis is the Bobby of the Cobra Kai B team. Or Jimmy, since he hardly says anything. Probably more like Jimmy. Probably as many words as Jimmy. <sighs> Sensei. He joined. Look at that. Speak of the devil. You know, it's so funny, right? His ears must have got uh, must have got warm all of a sudden, and goes, "I must be must be being summoned somewhere." And here he is. They, so, they, they, everyone, uh, welcome uh, Sensei Ford. Yes, everyone, welcome Sensei Ford. And we'll just pretend that ninety percent of his scenes aren't already over. Well, we still have a montage and the tournament, which that's true. Is still very short, but um, that's true. Mike is a bonsai murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, speaking of, hey, Sensei, check this out. Here we go. Oh, yep. He's been modeling that shirt all day. Might have been my third time. Yes. And modeling adjacent. <laughs> okay, see, here's what logic tells me. Daniel, tell the man Mike tried to kill you so he will understand why you signed the stupid paper. Mr. Miyagi, ask Daniel why he signed the stupid paper. Look, you know, if you went to go dig up a bonsai tree and it got split in half, you'd be emotional and forget things too. I would not forget that someone tried to kill me. He's more concerned of hurting Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi is hurt. That mop drop, that's, that's big stuff. Yeah, in the building with the, the roof coming in through the broken window, or the rain coming in through the broken windows. and. Gotta hydrate. Hydrate. Even if it's cold. Yes. That's such bullshit. 
What? John Kreese told me you had a lot of heart. It's a, you know, manipulation. It's a yes. tactic. Yeah. It's freaking brainwashing. He's good. He's good at it. Stockholm Syndrome. I want to see that uh, that cut scene where, you know, Terry Silver found Daniel using the, um, you know, find my iPhone. <laughs> right. Like how in the entire San Fernando Valley did he find Daniel and Jessica right there? He's been following this kid around for days. He has to be. All right, meme makers and creators, um, you know, Mike P, Kiara, all, all you guys. Let's start a new thing uh, later after, you know, this movie where make some memes incorporating, like, um, you know, maybe modern text or, or something uh, in the Karate Kid world. I think we could use some humor. Mike's shirt, Mike's pants, Mike's hairdo, everything, 90s. You know, maybe maybe this scene right here where Mike is charging at Daniel, the caption would be something like, how'd you find us? And then there's a, you know, the, the next image is the Miyagi-Do sign outside of Miyagi's house. <laughs> That's a freebie, guys. Yes. Uh, Kira, I think, if I'm remembering right, that Terry is listening to a song called 48 Hours, I think. I've seen that movie. No, it's a it's a dumb song. And I've seen another forty eight hours. Would Silver be this way if he had never met Crease? Patrick, I think so. I think Terry came pre fucked up. Terry is already like this. Yes. But there's a little bit of uh, motivation because it's his his battle buddy. Right. And we'll just ignore the fact that at the very least these two are the same age because Terry really does look like he's got. 25 years on him. Better. Now a little higher. Mm -hmm. At the end, twist your head. I wish I could have been 27 and still look 16. Hell, I'd pass for being 47 and looking 47. I'm sorry. That's good. That's good. That's a strong move. Look, everyone needs to teach that. I'm opening the Cobra Kai dojo again. This could have been a Haynes commercial as far as Daniel's fashion choices for the majority of the movie go. Thanks. I appreciate that. Did Terry corrupt Kreese? No. No. It would be interesting to see what their squad was like. Um, I'm imagining Apocalypse Now levels of fucked up. Honestly. Because I don't like either one of them once they got back to the non-war world. And the things that they're willing to do to children make me think that it was probably not a very productive I guess I would say great uh, Miyagi does sign in the back there Miyagi's little trees dumbest name for a business ever by the way never let Daniel name anything He's 16. Like, if the LaRussos get a dog, Daniel cannot name that dog because he'll name to it be something fair. stupid like cat. To be fair, in the application process, he probably put bonsai and they're like, well, what does that mean? You know, like little trees. Ah, much better name. That That's the conversation. You do not agree. I was reading something. I didn't hear what ah. you said. Yeah, I was saying the application process pr probably went something to the effect of, 
what does bonsai mean? It means little trees. Ah, much better oh, name. Let's okay. go with that. So the, okay, so they put Mr. Miyogi. Okay. Yeah. I hate I mean, this. We should just like the fact. I think it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, the, but at the same sweeping. time, my heart breaks breaks for Daniel because he was expecting something real, and Mr. Miyagi thought that that was his Daniel who was just going to play back. Yeah, and... so Daniel should have taken a deep breath and go, no, I mean actual sweeping, like, the you know, the move. You know, just be clear here, man. Don't get all pissy and drive off. Okay, but also let's remember this is a 16-year-old kid who has almost, almost been murdered like seven times at this point. He's allowed to be a Miyagi little don't know touchy. That. Sure. Miyagi Mr. Miyagi know that, knows exactly how many times Daniel has almost been murdered because he's been there for every single one of them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good picture of uh, Crease in the, uh, you know, the, the iconic classic picture. Wonder if we'll see that more in season three. Yes. I got so excited when they put it in season one. I was like, oh, my God. It's the same look on his face when he's looking through that door. It, it, 35 years later, it's the exact same look on his face when he opens the door and walks in. So question, how long has Terry Silver been doing this right now in the dojo? Do you think he was standing by the door looking for Daniel to come and to go, all right, let's, let's, get, in, let's get in place here. Man your stations. Yes. <laughs> okay. Spray, spray some water on me real quick so it looks like I've been doing this for a while. Well, he may have been doing it for a while, but... Amy says Daniel should be used to attempted murder by now, and yeah, he really should, but he's still only 16. That would screw an adult up. I mean, look what it, look at John Wick, and all they did was kill his dog. I need to watch two and three. I need to watch any of them. All I know is that they killed his oh, dog. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think I have to watch one again, because uh, by the time I watched it, like everybody in the world loved it. So when I watched it, I go, okay. It's good, but like, <laughs> maybe I have to like really be in love with dogs. I don't know. Well, but, um, it, 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 yeah, and then it was I overhyped. Am, I am Legend came up. Speaking of loving dogs, I am Legend came up somewhere last night, and I saw it, and it surprised me. That was divisive. I think it's a fine movie. I am Legend. Yeah, books better. Um, but I still ball. When I when I get to the scene with the dog. I just like Will Smith. Most Philippe, of his movies. So many red flags should have popped up in Daniel's mind so many times. You can see I, I, whether it's intentional or whether it's me putting there. I think I can. You can see on Daniel's face, like he knows that this is not right. Oh yeah, he continues to question a lot of things. Yeah, you can see it on his face that he's he's this is not right. This is not right. But then he gets sucked in. You know, it, it could also be a thing where, like, okay, yeah, he wants to learn karate or more of it. And, um, you know, it's it's a respecting, yeah, I'm 16, I understand that this may not be ethical or whatever, but he is the sensei, I am the student. Exactly. There is that. But it's like it never even occurs to him that the person who was Kreese's best friend may have done the same things Kreese did. Theme of the movie is Terry needs friends. Earlier, someone else said the theme of the movie is Daniel needs to chill. All of that is true. I think the theme of the franchise is Daniel needs to chill. Or Daniel needs bodyguards. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
He needs to stop getting his ass kicked. Come on. That would be a so. Good I I wonder if this figure here, this wooden figure, if if this person has a name. Um. Pre uh, uh bad boy face. Pre Bob. No, pre Bob, but pre uh, uh bad boy Prodigy face. You know, which we'll see soon. Uh, Johnny. You want to call it Johnny? Johnny Five. So we got a John Kreese, Johnny Lawrence, and a, a Johnny the wooden figurine. That looks like the robot from Short Circuit, yes. He's good for your first day. I, I don't see it, but okay. <laughs> Thanks. I would he, say... Well, he doesn't like that because he's hanging from the top of the thing. Oh, sure. But I would say he looks closer to Robocop if you want to go there. I really appreciate all your help. Thanks again. Eh, Robocop was a bit more substantial, though. Johnny Five was all spindly legs and arms. Well, tracks and arms. I love me some um, short circuit. The the first one was filmed, I think, in the same town as Goonies, Astoria, which is also the same town as Kindergarten Cop. Amy says Oregon. Daniel needs Johnny. He he doesn't know that now. He's gonna have to wait about thirty four years. He still doesn't know it. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So does okay. he need, does he need Johnny case, to be his years. friend, or does he need Johnny to be his bodyguard and avenging angel? Yes. Yes, both, <laughs> all of the above. All of it. Um, Alethea asks, "What if Johnny and Mike were to team up against Daniel? They never will. Johnny will hate Mike if he Not ever gonna meets happen. him. No. Yeah. If if Johnny ever if Johnny ever meets Mike, he will hate him on sight. Daniel is such a bad liar." You know, basically everything you have said in the past about that whole situation is Johnny is like Daniel's my bitch. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Well, maybe not those. <laughs> Only I get just veered off into fanfic land. Um, but it, it's all my hours spending with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and Amy, blame it on Amy. Smells like old foot powder. What's in there? That you don't know. I think Miyagi, um, to answer Patrick here, he asked, do you guys think at this point Mr. Miyagi suspects something is going on with Terry Silver? Um, with Terry Silver? Uh, I don't think he know. He knows something is going on with Daniel because this right. is not Daniel. Right. But he doesn't know that Terry factors into it at all. He has Terry's yeah, Terry's definitely a, a small sample size. I mean, he met Terry, and, and that was the only time so far, right, uh, in the backyard? Yes. Yeah, so he has yeah, so, no idea. Right. So he hasn't seen Terry again since then, and Daniel's not telling him he's training with Cobra Kai. So, um, yeah, so, so I agree with what you just said, Brianna, that – Miyagi knows something is up, but I, I don't think he thinks anything is up with Terry Silver, though. No, he does not realize what's going on. If he knew anyone was brainwashing his boy, he would be all over it. He's not going to know until they get to the dojo later. Right. When he follows him. Follows him, yes. Well, I, I, Daniel tells well, him. Well, it's find my iPhone, you know. He's following him that way. Well, Daniel tells him where he's going, too, which helps. <laughs> Stop if ruining my joke. Hey, if Johnny so, and Mike got in a if Johnny and Mike got in a fight, who wins? I didn't see an apple and an orange, but I saw something that was orange and red. It was an apple and an orange. It was. Yes. Okay. It was an apple and an orange. It was in the Karate Kid too, too. That um, we knew because of the, um, I think was it was John in one of his Q and A's. Uh, one of them mentioned it. Oh no! See, we brought that up again. Like no, it was Josh in the. Uh, 
behind the scenes on the DVDs. Ah, okay. All right, let's go. So who took that picture of Miyagi and Daniel from part two? I've always wondered that too. No, I didn't think so. Can we go? Uh, the on-set photographer? I... <laughs> yes. Uh, Come on over here. Whoever was uh, designated to take pictures at the uh, Obon um, festival, you know, the dance festival. Um, the guy with the glasses and the sake jug. After he took some sake gulps. Right. So who would win in a fight between Mike and Johnny? Yeah. Good, you try. This is a question by you, or are you reading somebody's question? No, this was, um, I think it was Alethea. Yeah, Alethea. I say Johnny. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have enough to go by. Anything I say would just be a guess. Um, and I say... Uh, Kira, yes, absolutely. No freaking reason for him to grab that kid's hips. God, that drives me nuts. But anyway... Um, Wake up and smell I think Johnny would win just because he has actual heart behind what he's doing. Okay. He ha- he's more invested. You don't get it, do you? He's always going to be more invested because he is by far the more admirable and honorable of the two. Mike does it for money. I make wimps into winners, not the other way around. Christ, I'm wasting my time. This is so freaking creepy. Ugh. Now, the decision to put him in the white gi with the black belt, the cobra on the back there, what would, what, what if it was the black gi? What if that's the decision they made? How different would that have looked? Um, it wouldn't have made any sense because the black gis are their tournament gis. For tournaments, right. Um, but I think it's just more iconic. You know what I mean? Like, I think people forget. You know, like when Daniel says that, you know, I used to be Cobra Kai, like, I think people legit forgot. Um, and, and, and I'm sure people remember that he trained with Terry Silver, but I think the whole situation thing, like, oh, damn, no, he he really did. You know, it, it wasn't just Terry Silver training him. It was under the Cobra Kai name, and he was in the damn gi. But also, I think for the longest time, I didn't, I didn't even, the Cobra was like invisible to me on that gi, you know, because oh. it was just a white gi. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, it does. so like, it does. yeah. So it, had he ever been put in the tournament one, I think people would remember that a lot more and be like, yeah, well, yeah, he was, he wore that black gi with the, the, the colorful cobra on the back. Yes, Alfred, uh, your chat is visible. Yes, there's a lot of other people commenting too, so we're just kind of we're watching and reading some as we go. Um, the, the third movie wasn't so much a prequel as it was supposed to delve into the origins of Miyagi-Do, is what I had read. Um, that Daniel and Mr. Miyagi were going to go from Okinawa to China. And then the studio was like, no, do this instead. I can't do this scene. Yeah, this is extremely emotional. Well, it is me talking. Right? They're both just so, so... I'm sorry if you don't like it, but I got problems, okay? And if you're not going to be part of the solution, just don't give me a hard time about it, all right? Okay, you got it? Oh, my God. They are both so broken at this point. That, 
the suitcase, the 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 luggage that was on the ground, is that the same one we see in the show? No, no, that's a, a, a like a trunk, like a chest, right? Is yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Yes, and then Daniel does, he does stuff like that where he's completely not him, and then yeah. the very next morning he's doing the Miyagi Kata in a Cobra Kai yeah. gi. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. This is so. Sc- get out of his face. Come over here. Ugh. Let's get back to learning something that can do some real damage. Rule number three: a man can't see, he can't fight. Yes, I agree. Mis- making Mr. Miyagi cry should be a federal offense. Blinded by his tears, choke on his own blood. Here's how it works. If he knew any of this was going on, he would have beaten the shit out of Terry from the very beginning. Sure. He would never have let him get away with this. That's on Daniel. That is on Daniel, but at the same time, Daniel's a 16-year-old kid. You like that, Mr. LaRusso? And he knows that he's hiding from Mr. Miyagi what he's doing, Let's try it over here. but he thinks it was what Mr. Miyagi wanted him to do. So... Reverse punch. I really love what um, Kira says, uh, that him doing the kata in the Cobra Kai dojo uh, is a manifestation of his guilt for what he's doing to Mr. Miyagi. Yes. Ouch. (laughs) That is so fucked up. Pardon my French. That is so fucked up. I I love how Ralph acted at that moment. It's like, oh, but wouldn't this... (laughs) softer over here, though. (laughs) Right? And then to all the people who would say this is the point at which Daniel became a Cobra and would have won if he'd kept doing this. No, he would not. He was being trained to lose. If he had done those three moves in the tournament against Mike, he would have lost. Yeah. That's the whole point. Terry Silver is teaching him to, um, to let his emotions dictate his actions. And Daniel's dancing again. It's a staple of the franchise. It is. Daniel best, does go full Anakin in this one. Uh, best dance moves? Uh, which Karate Kid movie? Of the three? Yeah. Karate Kid 2. Easily. He's having a lot more. That's probably the most fun he's having. Right. And this is just 80s dancing. Swing your arms. Shuffle your feet. Best dancing in the franchise? Popo. Alright, so here's a little everything is connected uh, tidbit here. Gabriel Jarrett, this gentleman that Terry Silver is paying, uh, was Mitch in Real Genius. Mitch is one of the new characters from season two. Um, I also interviewed Gabriel Jarrett, and we discussed a little bit about uh, his scene here in Card Get 3, where he was sick as a dog. Yes. And, um, you know, behind the scenes there, Ralph and Pat Morita made it really easy for him. Uh, but he said he was definitely black and blue at the end of the night from all the falls he had to take. I'm kind of torn on the reaction here. First of all, Daniel is protecting Jessica. Uh-huh. But it's not... Like, breaking the guy's nose is nothing that Daniel would ever have done. 
Right. There was no reason for it. No. He, the guy he could did. have protected him without hurting him, or protected her without hurting him. But I, I guess, you know, if had he walked away, would the guy have grabbed him? What the, I mean, we don't know what Terry told him exactly, except for like, hey, go hit on this girl. Could have been I, as simple as that. I don't know if he would have grabbed Daniel. I think he probably would have grabbed for Jessica. At which point, Daniel would have been completely justified. Uh, Helen asked, Terry is a top stalker. Uh, how did he know Daniel would be at the disco? Uh, Mike P. responds, Helen, cosmic coincidence. Um, actually, I'll one-up that. I, I believe Terry Silver saw that Daniel posted on Facebook this event that he was attending. And so that's how Terry knew. In 1985. Look, don't take this away from me, okay? Okay. Now, I, I did... I did challenge you guys out there mike i don't know if you were here for that but i was saying let's see some memes where we incorporate modern stuff including okay. technology with some you know screenshots since this movie is rife with idiosyncrasy anyway let's just throw <laughs> yes. some more in let's just make it more fun um honest answer to the question because it, terry silver is a special forces trained grown adult who's been stalking a 16 year old kid for three months which is so freaking disturbing. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely, when you, when you look at it through that lens, there is no way that Cobra Kai Daniel is, I don't want to say sane, um, because he's mostly sane, but he's fucked up from this. He's still fucked up from this. Crystal just renamed Terry as uh, Terry with an I. Yes. <laughs> Creeper be creeping in the club. Creeper be creeping on the street. Creeper be creeping now, in Daniel's bedroom. It's just, just so we're clear, because this is going to end up on somebody's YouTube video here. Uh, the fact that the conscious decision of making Tori with a Y clearly states that, or you know, is telling that she is related to Terry Silver, because that's spelled with a Y. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're not starting that this. crap. We just know that if it comes out in the YouTube video soon, somebody was tuning in. Right? Send me a Christmas card, okay? Idiosyncrasy is Joey's uh, favorite word. Uh, not to be mistaken with... Idiocracy. Thank you. Uh, a very good movie. It was a good movie. Now it's a freaking horror film. Yes. <laughs> I would still love the president. Uh, the only name I remember was Camacho. Yeah, President Camacho. Camacho. Okay. <laughs> Terry, Terry Crews. Love him and everything. Yep. Terry Crews just needs to be president. <laughs> I agree. You know, we had we had a Mr. Strongman, Iron Man, Arnold. I don't know what titles he had, you know, as governor of California. Why couldn't we have Terry Crews? Mr. Universe. Big buff here. Yeah. <laughs> as the president. Because he was born in Austria. Well, no, I mean, I, I get that. That's why Arnold isn't president, but I'm saying oh, why. Oh, why can't we have Terry? Yeah. Look at my sweatshirt. I got some poor guys. Also spelled with a Y. Everything you taught me. I did the opposite. Everything. I couldn't have been worse. I did everything wrong. I just, I feel like your tree. You know, you know, the one that I wrecked. I feel just like that. I feel like I'm full I just, I cannot get over the fact that Daniel spends the next couple hours walking around with this guy's blood literally all over him. One could, you know, if somebody asks, he could say it's wine. Uh, but Kira says, idiocracy is closer to a documentary now. I will even throw the movie The Postman in that as well. Welcome to Costco. I love you. 
Otherwise, they can just stay home. I don't know what that means, but that's that, funny. That's, that, that's the, the greeter at Costco. That's what they say every time somebody comes through the door in idiocracy. Oh, okay. See, I don't remember that. I might have to watch that soon. And here's the anvil. Boom, boom, boom. Daniel is the tree. Boom, boom, boom. Is that a reference to the movie, too? Um, what are we boom, booming? The anvil hitting us in the head. Okay. Yeah, Got they, were, it. they were usually, up until this point, they had been much more subtle. You're right. You're right. Look, look I, I, I gotta go. I'll, I'll be right back. I'll just be a little while. I'll be right back. Where, where are you going? Well, I, you, you remember that guy, Terry Silver? I... Yeah, well, he, he's the one who's been helping me train. I just, yeah, this is the first time well, Mr. Miyagi knows that whatever's going on has to do with Terry Silver, no, and he has no idea just now, how okay? deep it is. Just so you guys know, uh, for those that have been following this entire time, I, I mentioned that somebody was in, in the thread where I was a little surprised. Matt Lewis, you know, he created a post specifically last night hey we do credit kid tomorrow or credit kid three so i texted him said hey we're doing it if you want to jump in and he just replied that he'll be in here soon he is actually uh let me get this right too so that way we can all um say something like once he joins in but he says he'll be here in a bit he actually got an audition that he had to tape first one in a month so Oh. So throw that out. So when he joins in, you know, let's uh, congratulate him and welcome him in. No, 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 no. Break a leg. There you go. Never say no good luck. luck to an actor. It's bad luck. Hey. Break all the legs. Uh, here you are. Now, I mean, I, I understand that's, I, I feel that's, uh, that expression is more associated in the theater. But you also, I, I guess any kind of performance, right? I feel it's a performance thing. I think it's just an acting thing in general. I see. Um, it was actually so important when I was a theater major that they made sure to tell us that. One of your many majors. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've majored in just about everything at this point. Only finished three of them, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the lessons were for free, but I... No, no, no. Nothing's for free. He's so confused. He's so naive. You're getting in that Daniel is baby. Excuse me, Mr. Silver, you can't make me do something I don't want to do. And this is See, so disturbing. I think um, the paint, um, Kira's asking why is there paint? Are we to believe that Terry is renovating the dojo? I think that makes sense, uh, especially if they were looking to reopen Cobra Kai. What am I talking about? Yes, you know, they it, were it, it up. Right. Um, at the beginning of the movie, we saw that Crease hasn't really been up on the bills and stuff, so I, I'd imagine for a dojo that is you know, if you look at it like a gym, you want it to be clean, sanitized, and all that stuff, so that way it's safe and, um, you know, and clean for, for the students. And that is almost exactly the same look he had on his face in his own backyard 35 years later. I think he should be used to the ghost of John Kreese jumping out in front of him at this point. So... Yeah, Mike just realized that Barnes was working for Terry the whole time. So, there you go. Yeah, um, this is where question. the fear comes in. So. Yes, fear does exist in this dojo currently with Daniel. Now, um, funny line by Terry there. <laughs> you just stand there. Uh, so, why why is Mike not wearing a gi with a cobra on the back? I don't know. Other than the this fact that he wasn't, gi. Yeah, he wasn't being openly trained. 
as Cobra Kai at that point. There's the, There was Mike, or uh, Sean, tearing whatever he tore when he came jumping off that table. What are you waiting for? Miyagi stays where... Oh, okay, so if anyone didn't notice, he has some piece of paper there folded in his shirt pocket. I don't believe we've ever seen that before. That could be the application. Um... It could be directions to the... I don't know. Well, he's been to the dojo before. Yeah, I maybe don't know. where the dojo was. Maybe it was a um, I'm sorry letter by Daniel. And he says he's going to the dojo to apologize. Except he told him that to his face. He did. I, and it occurred to me as I was saying that. Because we just saw that. Okay, there's where we find out that Terry Silver is just a giant racist fuck. I will say, Thomas Ian Griffith's stance is hot as hell. Just gonna throw that out there. He moves like a snake and a cat. He's, his movement is beautiful. Yeah, for a tall guy too. Um, you know, I don't so know. So graceful. Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I, he he makes it look very natural. I feel when I think of tall people doing martial arts, I always think of like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, and it's it's like, you know, you know, he moved pretty well, too. But sometimes taller, heavier people, you know, their kicks and punches may not be as quick because it's just a longer limb. And, you know, it's also, you know, they're, they're taller. I don't know. Right. Amy loves her some Tig. <laughs> now, will you train me? He's so desperate. Mike didn't want none of this. Nope. Daniel is so desperate right there. He's like, "Look what I've been dealing with. Help!" And that's probably the first time we see actual hatred on Daniel's face. Gosh, uh. The blood on Daniel's mouth there, he kind of looks like a, like a Joker, you know, from a, a Oh, Knight. because he's got the blood the, up his... Yeah. Yeah, the smile. Looks like a, a little scar there. Matt's here! There it is. Congrats, Matt Lewis, on uh, your audition. Break all the legs or sweep them, whichever you prefer. Yes, sir. Why didn't Daniel jump in to help Mr. Miyagi? Um, because Daniel he has learned to no stay help. out of his way. Well, that, but he didn't need help. Miyagi got it. He saw this in Karate Kid Part 2. He didn't yes. need help. Poor Dennis. Aww. Dennis is the crash test dummy of Karate Kid 3. I love that shot. God, that's beautiful. One thing I will say, the majority of the cinematography in this film is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. I don't know if this um, is often talked about enough, but that little montage we see, uh, you know, between Mike Barnes and Dennis sparring, he doesn't need to be told to finish him. He does it. Right, yeah, he just does it because he's a dick. 
and he sees karate as a way to injure people, yeah. not defend himself. And Daniel's just hanging there without tying off, which is impossible. Because he didn't wrap the rope around his leg, but that's okay. He didn't learn anything. Uh, Carrie asks uh, about the Cobra guys. Oh, wait. Hold on. Why are the Cobra Kai guys suddenly not training in geese? Uh, Dennis and Mike didn't have geese on. They had sweats. Oh. You know, it, they probably went jogging. You know, you, you don't jog in geese. So when they came back, they're like, you know what? Let's just spar right now. And that's probably what it was. Uh, Kira, can you imagine being the best student of the Cobra Kai B team, which is not that hard since your competition is Snake, um, and being bested by the new asshole? Yeah. Why don't we see Snake do anything? Um, he walks around in a gold chain. Well, okay, so you gotta take the chain off there, buddy. That's probably what's holding him down. Matt said the truest thing ever. This movie is so weird. <laughs> yes. Not that it's bad, not that it's terrible. It's weird. Yep, that's, that is absolutely true. We are lucky as hell that uh, TB3 are the ones that picked this thread up and ran with it because they are actually turning it into something substantial. Daniel's PTSD is not from the first movie. It's from this one. Right. And I do love that shot. That's beautiful. Uh, of course, uh, of course it's beautiful. It's Daniel. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> okay. Well, the shot, as you were saying that, it's when he had just climbed up first, so we saw his butt. <laughs> I was still seeing him bow. Um, okay, now I'm seeing him bow. Okay. No, I was <laughs> I was totally not looking at Ralph's ass at the point that I said that shot was beautiful. Not at the point I you don't said say that, that stuff okay. out loud. All right. um, and there it is again. However, um, the saturation on this particular sequence is awful. It is horrible. Like I no, want to I, I get it and now I, I I can kind of see them shoot the uh, you know the, the, the steam and the mist whatever. I can see that. The tournament is just awful. It's oversaturated, and I don't know why they did that. It's like looking at a pink freaking mat. <laughs> the tree uh, Daniel is, bowing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the tree is looking at Daniel and saying, I hate you, go away. <laughs> if a tree or, uh, can talk. <laughs> or, or let's, um... Well... Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be funny because it wouldn't be the exact same line that Mike says, but you know how Mike says, stop hitting me? Right. He's like, go away. You, you, it's your fault that I got broken half, you know? Right. But um, the bowing, that's him apologizing, right? Yes, and showing respect to the tree as his elder and as the origin of his karate. He's like, and, and, and then, like, in Mr. Miyagi's ear, I can't believe this guy. He's lying. I can't believe this guy. Um... Daniel really has a lot of hatred for Terry. And I think he's... Mike is the only person that he's ever been afraid of, that he's admitted he's afraid of. Terry, I think, is the only person he's ever hated. Together? Together? 
I'm sure this comes up, but I don't think I hear it enough. Uh, Terry Silver as the baddie in part three versus Sato. Um, is it because Sato is redeemed at the end of the movie? Yeah, probably. Terry and Kreese are evil fuckers who just stay evil. You know, um, I think Mr. Miyagi probably went to his grave still hating these two for what they did to Daniel, too. As much as a pacifist can hate anyone. I think one can also argue that Sato is also an evil businessman, but I think Terry Silver is a sinister evil. Sinister and evil and all of that. All of the above. Yeah, there's a... There's a um, Kira asking for real, did people actually like Terry as a public figure? Yes, they did. For the same reason they liked Daniel as one. They, um, they don't know what he's really about. Yes. The difference you know, is it's, it's Daniel is a decent perception. man. Yeah. And Terry is yeah. not. Right. Motives. Uh, Alethea asked who has the best gi designs, Cobra Kai or Miyagi-Do? And Crystal says she has both, so she can't vote. I don't have either, so I can't vote. As far as which one I prefer to look at, Miyagi-Do, but that probably has nothing to do with the gi. Uh, that's a good question. I like them both. I, I love the, the look of the Cobra, and I think... I think it just it looks, re looks really good. The... Miyagi though, I mean, I think maybe more of the meaning behind it. Yes, the, and it's all the that. meaning behind Daniel's game. Yeah, his wife and, you know, from right. the and first movie. Cobra Kai is the branding. Right. There's Pissy Baby. There's my Pissy Baby. Do you think that in season three we'll get um, maybe some more, some more uh, of the origin of the Cobra? Not not Cobra Kai, but the the Cobra itself. Why why the Cobra? Um, you know, Ala Ala. Uh, third Indiana Jones movies. Help me out. Last Crusade. Yes. You know, like the first twenty minutes of that, we where we the did dog, everything. Indiana. Yeah. Um, well, you and Becca Kenyon. I I think that if they delve into Kreese's backstory at all, they kind of have to show us that, because that's a very important part of the the mythology. Right. of the universe I just rewatched uh, Last Crusade recently still my favorite of the of the three Pat has completely lost control of this match Mike should have been banned so many times and he lets he lets Snake stay in the arena after that it, like seriously you are the well, we're ref start, we're starting to see things changing a little bit uh you know, around the All-Valley Tournament. You know, they're getting loosey-goosey with the rules. Isn't that right, Ron? <laughs> they're re relaxing them a little bit. I would like to think that Chairman Ron would have been all up in Pat's shit going, officiate these matches! Um, yeah, Matt says, I bet the Cobra is a na uh, nom thing. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, especially, you know, with, with Cherry Silver, the connection there and all that. Uh, Helen says maybe Cobra squad in the military. Yeah, that that very well could have, you know we mentioned their squad earlier. What they would have been like, maybe they were the Cobras. Kai means life or king. I forget. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'll look it up. 
Oh, Terry did make a sizable donation, Kira. He said so. They, they uh, what what, the, what they are we the, discussing here? Uh, money? We're talking yeah, about money? Yeah. Okay. Terry bought the <laughs> arena. And this is nonsense. This is bullshit. I was trying to be inappropriate there. Thanks. No way a ref lets the, uh, the, the opposing coaches put their hands all over one of the competitors. No way. They're both out of there. And Mike's forfeit. Sizable donation and sizable stalking. Yes, we've been watching uh, him stalk Daniel the whole movie. Kai means forgiveness in Japanese. But, let me see. What does it mean in Korean? Okay. Yes, Crystal, he does have to do something like that again. You're disqualified against him, but he did something different the second time. See, so the first one didn't count anymore. In China, Kai means victory uh, and is also used in Japan and Korea. But okay. that, doesn't, that doesn't say that's what it means. Um, you know, I should watch the tournament because I'm, I'm going to miss it all here just looking up Kai because that's how right. short this is. Uh, Daniel's getting his ass kicked, and um, that's about it. That's well, which and movie are we watching? He, right, um, <laughs> Mike should have been disqualified like six times at this point. Uh, Terry and Mike should, or Terry and Priest should have been ejected for putting their hands on Daniel. I still can't seem to get actual confirmation, but it, uh, things keep pointing me to victory, which makes sense. Yeah. There you go. That's the first time Daniel LaRusso ever says, I'm afraid. Ever. Uh, I am going to phone a friend. I'm going to text my Korean buddy, ask him if Kai means anything in Korean. Hopefully he answers before we log off. Okay. Well, pay attention because you're going to miss the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> Stay focused. Didn't Sean say that he, like, apologized to Pat for this speech? I don't remember. Because it was all an ad-lib, but it's stuff Mike would have said, but it's stuff Sean would not have said. Mike, I think Pat Johnson, the, the referee character, was, uh, you know, just getting a little bit more lenient here. His sarcastic clap. Fuck you, Mike. Prepare to be owned. Be baffled by his kata. I don't know uh, if this to, is what um, Mr. Miyagi meant by best karate, but that's Daniel remembering who he is. Yeah, I, I was about to, um, uh, I don't want to say address that because, I'm, you know, it, my thought on that is it, it, it was just, you know, some coaching words. It, it's not like use your kata because that's, you know, that's your best move. I, I think he's just saying like the best of you is, you know, you, ha you haven't displayed yet. Oh, God. I cry every time he hugs him. See, it had to be earned, right? That's why there was a hugging earlier on. Oh, Daniel gave him no choice. He jumped into his arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, that's what Mr. Miyagi is telling him is to remember who he is inside. Right. And that's Daniel doing that. And this is the last time we see them together. And then oh. Terry and Kreese go choke Mike out in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> most probably. I don't think they get to the parking lot. Uh, Matt Lewis says this is the Superman 3 of the Karate Kid movies. I do not disagree. Yeah, because I I would even match up um, the uh, Quest for Peace, which is Superman 4. I would compare that with the next Karate Kid. Both this bad. is this is the Star Trek five. Well, five? That, I know I know that's an odd number, so that's probably not a good one. <laughs> um, the one where Spock's brother was trying to find God in the center of the universe. I like this. Uh, I I think this commentary was probably more fun because you know we know what this movie is. Right. I feel I feel like when we did part two, it's like, all right, guys, let's just enjoy this movie. <laughs> right. You don't really want to talk over the lines because they're so good. Right. This so, one, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun. Um, turnout was pretty good. Yeah, it was. A little bit of trivia for you right now. The song playing right now is the Listen to Your Heart that was originally considered for the scene with Miguel and, and Tori. I, I don't think it was considered. That That's the song they wanted, or uh, it was written. With yeah, that song. I'm really but... glad they went with the heart instead because this it would have been really really weird having a song written about her father being her love song with her ex boyfriend. That just would have been really weird. And this is the only theme song actually written for the song the the movie it ended up being the theme song of. Mm. So this one isn't us trying to stretch unrelated lyrics to match the movie. This is actually about Daniel. And some may say that the song is one of the best parts of the movie, if not the best part of the movie. This is Milo or Milo, okay. Yeah, still not the Milo's Margaret. Well, uh, Terry's uh, servant is Milosh. Okay. And I think she is Mrs. Milo. I don't think I knew that Gabriel Jarrett's character's name was Rudy, but hey, something to possibly look out for in season three. We don't know. They um, do like to recycle names from pop culture. Why not use a character from part three? That's a one-off. There you go. Bring Rudy back around. I mean, I, I think that was a conscious decision to name Aiden Minx's character Mitch. You know, not just because it's real genius. Yuji Okamoto was in Real Genius. Gabriel Jarrett is Mitch in Real Genius and Rudy in Karate Kid 3. Matt, the, the Star Trek movie with the dolphins is Star Trek for the Voyage Home, and it is um, actually Humpback Whales, and it is the single best Star Trek movie out of any Star Trek movie ever made. Someone just watched that recently, and I think I think it was on Twitter, and um, that's pretty much what they said. It's and so then I go, good. Well, it's an even number, so I, as I understand it, all the even number movies are good. Um, yeah, except in that it followed up on Star Trek Three: Search for Spock, which was also phenomenal. Really? Okay. Yes. Search for Spock is amazing. But Voyage Home is just fantastic. Everyone remember where we parked as they parked the Enterprise in Golden Gate Park. Words. Uh, you gotta watch it. It's so good. I wonder if people would buy a t-shirt 
that just said words? <laughs> uh, probably. You think so? Words slash Peter. Um, Pro- quotations probably. <laughs> Midoriya. Um, Izuku, Izuku Midoriya on, um, I think I just pronounced his first name wrong. Call him Deku. Um, on um, My Hero Academia. Wears a shirt that literally says shirt on it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it, it's either shirt or sheet. Um, my son's always joking about that. Uh, Matt's uh, yes. questioning. Oh, yes. Okay. The I'll whales let you guys have won. at it. The whale. Oh, yeah. Voyage Home is way better than Wrath of Khan. Um, and Wrath of Khan in itself was a sequel to the series. Um, but also very, very good. But I think I would have to rate Star Trek movies. I do not like the motion picture. Um, it's weird. Um, they made it relevant to our time in the 80s because Voyager was a big part of the movie. They called it V'ger. Um, and it, it just, it, it played into the 80s in, you know, with something that we all knew about. But I believe I would probably rank them as four, three, two between those three. Alethea has a t-shirt design idea. Terry is a creeper. I would totally buy that shirt. Now, would we uh, draw something kind of like a Wilson looking over the fence there? You know, just eyes over the fence and it's, you know, uh, and then the words, Terry is a creeper. That would be very cool. Um, <laughs> yes, Kevin, I still love you, even though you've never watched Star Trek or Star Wars. But I, I, I have to judge you harshly, but I still love you. The motion picture was a wannabe 2001. Absolutely. I fell asleep during 2001 in, in school. Uh, so did I. It, <laughs> I never, never got into that movie. Um, I quote the hell out of it because who doesn't? Sure. But... I don't know any quotes from that movie, but okay. Good morning, Captain. I see. I feel like that's in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's a, it's a certain way that that Hal says it. And I can't let you do that, Captain. Um so uh, to wrap this one up a little bit, um, it was supposed to be something. It was something. Um, Ralph hates it. So if you hate it, you're justified in the hatred. Um, Daniel's PTSD stems not from Johnny, but from Mike and Terry. And TB3 have done a fantastic job actually turning this movie into something and giving it some meat and some depth and digging into the psychological ramifications. And I'm actually really grateful they did because I hated this movie for a lot of years. I watched it two or three times a year, um, but I hated it. Now I don't. Matt has, Matt has a very interesting question. And, um, well, I'll just read it. Can we watch Real Genius next week instead of what's next? I'm down for Real Genius any given time. I own that movie. Um, I love it. I, I don't know very much of the tidbits unless it's something I just read off of IMDb. But if we did that, that's that's another that's cock blocking uh, Brianna watching the next Karate Kid. And we are trying to get her to watch the next Karate Kid. And I say I will. I that's will vote. One. I will vote for anything <laughs> that lets me put off watching that movie well, for clearly. as long as possible. Clearly. So I'm going to forget he asked because of that. Like, I'm trying to get you to watch the next Karate Kid here. Yeah. And I'm you never didn't shoot watching Jaden Smith's. What you said that you're going to watch it one time. I did. 
We are Don't never, wa- never watching Jaden Smith. <clears throat> right? Excuse me. I am. I, right. Um, because what well, number one is not part of the Miyagi verse. Shout out to Colin and, you know, Jenny over at Are You Cry to Kidding Me? But also, uh, I know Rin likes it. Um, she likes it uh, unapologetically. My, the hugest problem to me with, um, the the remake is that Jaden is like twelve, you know, and they have scenes or you know moments where we're like, wait a minute, are they supposed to be like? You can't you can't buy that love story because they're freaking twelve years old, you know. It's a little bit harder to follow in that sense. Right. Yeah. But it's 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 a it's a decent remake. Like they, you know, I'm not saying it, it does it justice, but it's not a bad movie. But there's just bad choices that were made. Yeah, and they were definitely trying to um, profit off the nostalgia and profit off the love that we had for the franchise. Um, And I don't think Jaden's a bad actor. I think Jaden's actually a phenomenally talented young man. Um, But... My, I'm, I'm like doing weird things with people's comments in the chat. Apologize if you're seeing likes from me appear and disappear. My mouse has gone insane. Um, but I just don't think that was really. If they had named it something different, even if they had kept the plot line completely, you know, the, the completely the same um, as it ended up being. If they had given it a different title, and if they had not had Ralph appear at the premiere and they had not tried to tie it so hard to the originals um i think i probably would have enjoyed it uh hayden just chimed in and said that he's upset that he missed this one um i'm not gonna lie i considered shooting him a text message to let him know but i didn't want to be that guy you know like oh i got his number so i texted him kind of thing Uh, even though i did that to matt but matt posted in the group last night saying hey y'all doing this or what where Uh, is he where is hayden he just commented oh um, I don't see it. I think he's got me blocked. He hates me, you know. No, he doesn't. Because <laughs> uh, he replied to two of your tweets yesterday. Um, uh, anyway, I I lost it, but it was there was a comment. It, it might have been maybe the one that I shared saying, hey, we're going to be doing this at 1230. That might have been it. But oh, I did see. okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is the end of. Um, no, it's in there. It's, it's it's in the live, the share shared a live video on in the group. Oh, okay. That's I what was, it is. I it's was in looking group. in the chat. So was oh, I. Okay, I was like, but, wait, yeah. where is he? He's got me blocked. Um, anyway, so um, my recommendations. First of all, we're gonna watch that stupid movie next week with the Oscar winner and the Oscar nominee, which future should, Oscar winner, future Oscar winner, right. Um, so we'll watch that one, and I there it is. It's confirmed. Uh, yeah, we'll time do to be it. determined. Now, now you said that you were gonna watch it one time, but I still feel you need to watch it. Give it a fair watch, even if it's by yourself before the live stream, because then you're actually gonna have stuff to say and know what's coming up to comment on. Oh, I'll you have know? stuff to say. Don't oh, worry sure, but, about that. Oh, no, I got you, but I, I, I didn't want, although it would be fun to watch everything, like your reactions live and for the first time kind of thing, I would prefer to have, like, you know, well thought out opinions during the watch. You know what I mean? I already Instead have of, those. Okay. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say here? You're, 
You know I'm bad with words. I do. I do understand what you're trying to say. I just really don't want to watch that movie. Yeah. I'm 12. Um, yeah. And then, actually, to take the flavor out of our mouth, taste out of our mouth, um, maybe if we're still locked down the week after that, we can start watching the Goofy cartoon. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe like, uh, uh, do you know how many episodes total? There's only one season. Uh, I think it's 14 or 15. Okay, and maybe we can 20 minutes do, long. Yeah, maybe we could do like four at a time or something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it looks like Hayden just commented again. And this time he says, has Bree not seen Next Credit Kid? No, she has not. Nope. I'm going to. So I wonder if uh, Hayden is doing the the Birdman hand rub. I'm sure he gets that reference. Uh, But it's more like, yes, yes, yes. I'm tuning in for that. Yeah, (laughs) everybody knows that one. Um, Yes, so everybody tune in live for my my torture, I guess. So more than likely next Sunday, but, you know, just make sure you guys are all... um, following us on the i have to answer this hold on can you take over uh yeah sure it's the wife oh okay all right so um wow he's never had to leave before the like outro before um what do you guys think what'd you guys think of the movie did you like it did you hate it did you think it was goofy um did our commentary add anything to the um experience for you did you have a good time? Pretend that Daniel went into the Peace Corps. I don't see Daniel fitting in really well in the Peace Corps. Um, he's He's got uh, too bad of a temper for that. Oh no, Crystal, you're frozen? We're just talking now. There's not even really anything streaming. Aw, Matt. We like you, too. The best worst movie. A good time every time. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um, well, thank you, Alethea. Um, it's kind of become our thing, at least at the at least at the moment. Um the streams themselves are staying up on Facebook if you want to go watch the others. Um, I haven't gotten the second one edited uh, for YouTube yet. The first one I'm not going to be able to because the audio was really bad. Um, You missed nothing, Crystal. We're just chatting. Um, So, are you back? Hang, Hang on, hang on. Let me turn your mic back on. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, Peter right. is back. And I just wanted to point out that uh, Hayden did call you Bri and not Brianna. So that's uh, more formal, you know, calling you a friend kind of thing. That's that's the way I look at that. He's not the only one who's done that. See? Oh, I know. Yeah. I bet you they sit well, on Zoom now. But before, when you would come up, they Stop. would refer to you as Bri. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. 
Are your cheeks red? I'm 12. That's we'll just uh, we'll just say that. That's the earliest I've ever heard you put yourself. You usually say my 13-year-old self. Well, I was 11 when I watched the first one. So, wow. oh. um yeah. I was 13 when the big crush developed because I mean 11. Sure. So. I got it. Yep. All right, wrap this up. Yeah, I think so. Okay, just like the last time, we'll go ahead and close out uh, the episode uh, like we do for the podcast on the recording here. We'll, you know, record a uh, intro and throw this on the podcast. So for those that missed the um, the commentary and all the fun stuff, uh, uh, <coughs> Hayden, you know, you can listen to this in the podcast <laughs> form um, sometime soon. So, yes. Brianna, where? I mean, clearly, where can't people find you? Uh, it would be a shorter list, but where can people find your amazing content where other people steal and crop out your name to share for their personal use? <laughs> uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, fanfiction.net, and archive of our own. And I am Brianna25 everywhere. There you go. On Twitter, you can find us at Cobra Kai. Uh, pod cobra kai podcast on instagram subscribe to our youtube channel to check out some of the things we have already put up we have some more ideas in the works and since i am now self isolating myself from the family i'll have some more downtime and hopefully i can accelerate some of the the stuff that i've been working on so um yeah keep an eye out uh, on that please leave us a, a review on apple Podcasts if you haven't yet already that really help us out and with people searching for Cobra Kai stuff those ratings and reviews is definitely going to help out um, I think currently we are not charted uh, in the US we have been climbing uh, really high in Italy so thanks to our Italian listeners that's amazing thank you um, Kiara yeah, uh, Helen and the other Sabrina so um, at least those are the few that I know are from Italy but thank you guys for your continued support as I always say Please be safe, and we'll see you guys next week, if not sooner, for the next Credit Kid. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.